ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Tuesday, August 28th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Today on the program, we're going to hear from Chase Hancock, also Tyler King. We're getting you set for kickoff this week. Marshall's taking on Miami. Plus, it is Tuesday, so you're going to hear from the head coach himself, the Marshall Thundering Herd, Doc Holliday. Plus, we'll take your phone calls at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. And we've got the winners today. The Marcelo Latterman Auction has ended. And every about every few months, we do this biannually. It's part of our effort here to help raise money for the Marcelo Latterman Memorial Scholarship. And the August auction just ended, so we've got the winners. Congratulations to everyone tuning in who thinks you won or you don't know if you've won. Get ready. Here we go. We're going to name all the winners. So, first of all, we've got some great items. An auctioned, We're auctioning off a Richard Petty number 43 signed whiskey bottle. And this one was popular inside the office as well. It goes for $50, and it goes to our very own Jason Toy from MRN Radio. So he wanted that, and he plopped down enough money to walk away with this beautiful bottle of whiskey signed by Richard Petty. Also, we have... um, a Childress Vineyards signed three-pack, a Childress Vineyards signed three-pack from NASCAR driver Richard Childress, and that goes to Dennis Brumfield. So congratulations there. Also, um, we've got something that's pretty special, an auction item that I thought would go for a little bit more. It is a Childress Vineyards tour and lunch, and that went for $70. And that goes to Steve Chapman. So congratulations to Steve Chapman. Now, one of the big items, and I mean literally one of the big items on this list, was the Austin Dillon 2018 NASCAR Cup Camaro quarter panel. And I've seen this one up close and personal. It's a pretty nice item. If you're a big NASCAR fan, you want a piece of NASCAR, this was the item you probably wanted. It went for $75. So congratulations to Reeves Kirtner, who won this one. Now, something else that was, uh, I thought, pretty popular, the four football tickets for Kentucky at Tennessee that is taking place on November 10th of this year went for $70, and that goes to Randy Maynard. So congratulations, Randy, there. Also, we had the four Marshall football tickets at Miami of Ohio. That goes for $70 as well. And you are a winner, Mr. Patrick Turley. And then finally, we have the Ladies 14K Gold Diamond Ring Set, and that went for $170. And Michael Myers won that one from Hurricane. So there are all the winners. You can go to auctions.kindredcharities.org. You want to see the complete list and all the items. And don't forget, bookmark that website because we'll have another auction soon because we'll ramp back up here next year for another go around here. And, of course, all the proceeds here benefit the Marcelo Latterman Memorial Scholarship. So congratulations to all the winners 
And thanks for everyone who participated. Uh, we couldn't do this without you. So that's what we've got today. Now, we've got plenty of Doc Holliday to hear from. So Doc was addressing the media for the first time. We're going to go to him in a few minutes, and we'll hear from Doc, find out what he thinks about the upcoming game against Miami. Later on, we're going to hear from a couple of players, Chase Hancock and Tyler King. If we've got time, we'll try to get to a couple of guys we didn't get to yesterday, Nazee Johnson, Artis Johnson, Marcel Williams. We've got a lot of guys to get to. So we'll do that when we come back from break. You're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. What's that? Oh, why not? The people want to hear me. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Well, it's Tuesday. That means we get a chance to catch up with Doc Holliday. We get to ask him questions, and sometimes we get the answer. Sometimes we will have to wait until that answer. But Doc Holliday addressing the media today. It's game week. Marshall's taking on Miami. Going up to Oxford on Saturday. We'll have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. As Doc always does in his press conferences, when he gives his opening statement, talks a little bit about the opponent, names his captain. So here's Doc Holliday's first opening statement of the 2018 season. Uh, just uh, our captains this week, uh, as, we, as we kick this thing off, will be uh, Ryan B., and Malik Gant on defense, and uh, Marcel Williams and Levi Brown on offense. So we've got two offensive guys and two defensive guys. And as you know, anytime you get ready to go on the road and play a, a good football team, you got to have great leadership, and those guys need to provide that for us, not only this week, but uh, at the game on Saturday. I think, uh, I don't think, you know, anytime you go on the road and play, it's a tremendous challenge. 
uh, I think Miami's football team is a lot like us. You know, they got them all back. You know, for them, they got their quarterback back, Raglan, who's a three-year starter, and he's an excellent player. Uh, but they got their entire offensive lines back intact. The receiver Gardner, tremendous player. He creates uh, matchup problems for. He's six four. He's two hundred ten pounds. He's he does a tremendous job at high point and balls at the high point. The running backs are back in place. The offensive lines back intact. So. Offensively, they're they're probably not probably they're basically the same team you saw out here a year ago. Uh, defensively, they lost a couple guys up front, but uh, for the most part, they're all back as well. So it's going to be a great challenge for us, and we got to make sure we play extremely well in all three phases and, and go up there and play well. So we're excited and uh, looking forward to it. Now, this game last year when Marshall played Miami, statistically Miami they did well against the Thundering Herd. Marshall had some advantages that gave them the edge in this game. But overall, Miami and Marshall, these are two closely matched teams, maybe not necessarily in scheme, but personnel. They've got some experience coming back. So Doc was asked, how similar is Marshall to Miami? And here's his response. They did. They took a, they took a guy that was a linebacker per se a year ago he's now safety he took an inside guy made an outside guy defensive end made him an inside guy and bounced some guys around I'm sure as we do trying to get their best 11 people on the field but you know Chuck does a great job with him they're extremely well coached uh, you know the thing about them defensively they're always the right place they never get screwed up off you know as far as alignments are concerned they tackle extremely well they're always where they're supposed to be and uh you know, and of course, offensively, Ragland just creates a lot of issues for you with his feet. He can beat you with his feet. He can beat you with his arm. And you know, they got two tailbacks that played a lot. It started for him a year ago. And of course, that big receiver. Anytime you got a receiver like that, it creates a matchup problem for you outside. Then it creates issues for you inside as far as the running game goes. Doc was also responding to the fact that Marshall is moving some players around to get the best 11 guys out there, and so is Miami as well. Now, Doc Holliday mentioned Gus Ragland. He's a quarterback you got to watch out for. He was a threat last year. I think he's going to be a threat again this year. And so here's Doc Holliday's response to the quarterback, how you have to deal with their quarterback, Gus Ragland. He's got it. You know, he beats you. He's, like, he's extremely tough. and. You know, you just tell by this the way his team reacts to him. He's got uh, he's got great leadership skills. He's got the intangibles. You know, he just uh, he finds a way to to beat you with his feet. You know, if you need four, he'll go get five. And, and but he's just a tremendous player. He's got great grit, and uh, he's the kind of guy you want a quarterback. So Ragland's a guy that has Doc Holliday's attention. He's a great player. Now the quarterback question for Marshall it hasn't been answered yet. Do we know? And that was the question that was put forth to Doc Holliday. Who's starting for quarterback at Marshall? No, no, we, we you, you're gonna figure it out when Jason does. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna that's gonna be a game day uh, announcement decision. Is it game day, not game time. We're going a little earlier than anticipated. Or? Game day. <laughs> we play at three thirty, right? Three twenty-eight. Oh, is that what it is? So Doc is not telling anyone who the quarterback's going to be. I think he has in his mind who that quarterback will be, but he's keeping his cards close to his, his vest, not showing his cards right now. He'll play them when he has to. So we don't know who the quarterback's going to be for Marshall, but we do know that whomever that player is, whomever is going to be the quarterback for Marshall University, it's really important to surround him with veteran, talented players that 
are going to be out there with him, helping him be the best he can be. And Doc responds to that question earlier. Is it important to to do that? Make sure that he's surrounded with the right players who can go out there and help him. Yeah, it's no question. I mean, you know, whoever that guy is, of course, is starting for the first time. So, you know, our five guys up front who's played a lot of football with Levi and you know our two tailbacks and who are all back. And you know, the great thing is, is whoever that guy is. You know, we're going to surround him with people who played a lot of football, so they're going to have to step up. And and uh, I, whoever that is, I'm sure is going to do, do a tremendous job. But the guys around him have got to, got to do a great job as well. Also, as far as the quarterback position is concerned, one question that was asked of Doc, is it just a situation right now where the quarterbacks got to go out there and just manage the game? Not go win the game for you, but make sure they don't lose it for you as well. So, Doc's response to that, he's not a big fan of the term game manager. I don't prefer to say like the word game manager. I want guys to go in and make plays and that type of thing. But, you know, both those guys are, are tremendously talented. And um, so, uh, you know, whoever, whoever Tim and, and, and myself and our offensive staff decide to go with, we've got great confidence in both of them. So Doc's confident, doesn't want a guy just going out there and managing the game, wants him to make plays. Doc's always big on that. Go out there and make plays. So, we look at the Miami offense. Got some experience. You got a veteran quarterback there, so they're going to be pretty tough to deal with. And the question the doc was: How hard is it going to be? You got an experienced group here. You've got some guys that have been together. So this isn't their first go around. How tough is it going to be to get their offense off kilter? Well, you know, they're going to make some plays. I mean, you line up with Gardner, Raglan, those two tailbacks. I mean, you got to eliminate the big plays as always, and. You know, you got to play great defense. You got to tackle extremely well. There's both those backs, they got, you know, they do a, they do a great job of getting the kids that they have that can make plays. You know, they're gonna have they're gonna have running backs out that lined up at the wide receiver position, and, and they're gonna throw them the ball. They're gonna hand it to them with jet sweeps. But they just do a great job of taking advantage of the skill sets that they have. And the first you got to identify who they're playing with because there'll be there may be three backs in there. A year ago, they had three to four different tight ends sets and that type of thing. So. You know, we got to do a tremendous job of identifying their personnel, and I think the one thing Chuck's done is he's he does a great job of getting you know, the ball to the people that he has that can make plays, whether it be the Gardner or those other receivers or the tailbacks or whoever. He's going to do a great job of getting the ball in their hands. Now, one thing that has made this game a little interesting, it's a little bit more fun now, because usually when you bring in a homecoming opponent, be it high school, even college, you're sort of, in a way, circling a game thinking, okay, this is going to be a great game to bring the homecoming fans back in. The fans who haven't been in a long time, people went to school, Marshall, people went to school, wherever we're talking about here. Great game. It's going to be fun. Marshall should get the win or Miami should get the win. Whomever. They bring a homecoming opponent in. You look at that like, okay, we're going to win this game. Well, guess what? Week one... Miami has designated Marshall as the homecoming opponent. Doc Holliday has never been in that situation where week one, it's homecoming. Um, here's Doc's uh, rather humorous take on being a week one homecoming opponent. No, no, I haven't. I'm like, you know, I, don't, I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think back to the Hurricane High School days we did that. But, uh, I, you know, I, I got more things to worry about than, than where they're homecoming. I guess that's okay. I, I don't know. But, uh I don't know how they picked the homecoming queen. She's only been on campus for about a week, maybe. But, uh, nobody, nobody, I don't know how they voted on her. Nobody knew her. 
uh, I guess they figured it out. Maybe did it by ballot. What do you call that when you don't we don't show up? But uh, absentee, absentee, absentee ballot. That's how they vote for the homecoming queen. I guess I don't know. So Doc's having a little fun. He doesn't care. Doesn't mean anything. Sure, we're going to talk about it. Doc's not sitting there on the chalkboard or on the on the board going, "Your homecoming opponent." No, they're worrying about X's and O's right now. Now, a couple other things from Doc before we uh, call it a day on Doc Holiday's press conference. One question was asked to Doc as far as how the punting battle is going, and uh, here's Doc's reply to that. Well, the fever, the fever will start uh, Saturday, but he's. I, I've got confidence in the fever, and, and uh, I think Justin's done a tremendous job. And what job Vedvik's done? You know, Vedvik, uh, you know, hopefully he's going to make money someday. He's done a tremendous job where he's been. So, uh, you know, we've got it. Special teams is always a big, big part of the, you know, the field. Such, plays such a big part in field position. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to be really, really good special teams again this week to, to go down and get accomplished what we want to get accomplished. And we work extremely hard at it. And like I said, I've got great confidence in both Justin and, and the fever. And finally, today, um, the question was asked of Doc about last year's game. You're showing that game film, you're looking at that, showing how important special teams are. Special teams are really important to Doc Holliday. And here's Doc's reply to that question. Well, at, at the end of the day, I mean, we, 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 be, you know, we really emphasize that from the time they walk on campus as young kids, you know, when they show up here in uh, our first meeting that we have. Um, you know, in fall camp is, is about special teams and how important those special teams are and how you're going to, if you want to play offense or defense, then you got to earn the trust of the coaches on special teams. So, you know, they, they understand the importance of it. Uh, we spend an awful lot of time on it. We feel like we've coached extremely well. And, uh, and again, it, it's going to be a big part of not only this game, but the, every game we play this year. Doc Holliday, there's Doc Holliday's press conference from earlier this afternoon. He's getting set for week one. Marshall's taking on Miami. Still no clarity on where the quarterback is going to be on game day. Is he going to be, or who the quarterback's going to be? No clarity there. Where will we point our finger? You are the quarterback. That's still not clear right now. So quarterback position still up in the air. Hopefully we'll find out uh, right before kickoff. That would be nice just to have maybe a couple of minutes notice on who the quarterback is going to be. We're going to take our next break. We're going to come back. I've got a couple of interviews I want to get to. I've got Chase Hancock. We caught up with him earlier today at Marshall. Also had a chance to catch up with Tyler King. So we'll have those guys. And yesterday we had plenty of interviews. Didn't get to them. So we're going to try to get some of those as well. You're listening to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition. The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Still to come, uh, we've got some player interviews from yesterday. Marcel Williams. We're going to try to get to Artis Johnson, Nazi Johnson. But i got a couple of guys that I had a chance to catch up with earlier today. Going to hear from Tyler King in just a couple of minutes. But we've got Chase Hancock as well. So these guys are all gearing up, ramping up, ready to go. It's a big week. It's not only the first game of the regular season. It's Miami. And that's where I started with my questioning, asking these guys, just talk about the fact that it is game week and it is Miami. And first up, here's Chase Hancock and his reply to that question. We're all excited. Uh, It's been a long camp. Seems like an even longer summer. Um... I was talking to 
one of my fellow linebackers, Amari Cobb, and he was saying how it feels like we were just at the bowl game yesterday, and um, he was telling me how excited he was to get back out there. Um, anytime we can we can strap up and you know play for the seventy five and for Marshall in general, um, it means a lot to us. This was a bigger game. Even though it's the opening game, it's always the next game's the most important. But it's Miami, yeah. so there goes with that a lot of history between these two programs. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a rivalry there, and um, like you said, there's a history, and every, everybody knows about it. But um, I think it's like you said, it's just next next game, and that's how we're we're looking at it. You sort of. I know everybody talks about the past and the history between the teams, but every year is a new year. You all sort of just trying to put blinders on and block out that noise and just say, hey, you know, this is 2018. we got to look at what they got on film. Absolutely. Um, you know, last year, whatever the – I think we ended up winning and it came down to the wire. Um, but that was last year. This is a new year. Um, so we have to come prepared to play and, you know, may the best team win. What does their quarterback bring to the table? He, he, he's one of those guys that's not going to impress you with the speed or, or his arm strength or anything like that, but it seems to get the job yeah, he's very poised. Um, he did a good job last year. I think he played. He was hurt um, when he, he got hurt when he played us, and so he's he's pretty tough. And uh, you watch him on film, and he really knows how to control the game. And he doesn't when when things start to go wrong, or so it's it's going to be a good challenge for us. Does it magnify things a bit when you get to open week one's always going to be exciting when you get mm-hmm. to open with it being red versus green? Does that Make it even more exciting than previous week ones, perhaps. Um, I mean, I try not to get caught up in it. We try not to get caught up in that too much. Um, you know, they they put their pants on just like we do. Um, so, um, you now we're just excited to get out there and and play against somebody else for a change. How many times has your first game ever been somebody's homecoming? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of strange, but. Whatever the case may be, it's, it's a game we're there to to play and 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 to try to win. And um, you know, it doesn't matter if it's homecoming or the last game of the season. It doesn't matter. So um, I try not to get caught up in that either. It's, you know, I'm sure they would, they would feel the same type. They might feel some type of way if it was our if we we're playing them on our homecoming or something. So, but it's just it's just a it's just a different atmosphere. I feel like you know it's just. I don't know. Week one, homecoming week one. Hey, I I read that the the head coach said something about that's above his pay grade. So I, I'm gonna say the same thing. That's above. My, I don't. I don't. You know. I don't even know how they how they schedule our games or anything like that. But um, you know, wh- whatever the case may be, it's it's a game, and we're gonna play, and we're gonna come ready to play. I think they do really well getting outside um, to try to get their fast guys to to the to the edge and let them make plays. Um, the wide receivers do really well, run their routes, and and um, they've got some key guys there. Um, the offensive line is very um, they're very big, very strong. Um, they're good at their fundamentals. You don't really see them jumping off sides too much or anything like that. Um, 
I mean, I just I just remember it was a close game last year, so um, we we have to. How many of the teams that are in that point off balance? Like, what do you all do to try and shake them up and them? I don't think there's anything that you can do. I think it's it's just sticking with your plan and just continuing to do what what you do best and and just continue to go after them. Um, you know, there might be a time where he he might not get flustered at all. And that's just the type of guy that he is. But um, I mean, you just gotta we just gotta keep going at him. Everybody talks about the offense having a new yeah. new setup under Cramsey and things like that. People people forget that you all are doing some some new things. I know that you all are used to Coach Fuller, but uh, obviously him stepping into the DC role. How how fun's that been? How exciting is it for you all to, to put that plan into action on Saturday? Uh, I've always said that the I always say that the transition has been smooth because Coach Ruler was the, the the fullback fullback I mean the fullback the linebacker coach and um for him to to move up as the DC um everybody's pretty comfortable with that and then for Coach Byron to step in um it's been it's been pretty easy um I don't you know I don't like to take away from the offense or anything like that. Um, you know, I'm excited for them, but I'm even more excited for us because it's another year that we get to strap up and um, you know, we have some coach- coaching changes, but um I'm just excited to get out there and see what we what we if our work that we've put in is is going to pay off. Open on the road, but it's almost the same road trip just about as going to Cincinnati last mm-hmm. year. What about you know you're going to have a bunch of people wearing green in the stands, and especially when things are going well at the end of the game. How big is that? That travel, the support that travels with you. What's that mean to you? I think it means everything to see somebody. You know, people come from all over to to come to the game. So even to see one green shirt in the stands is it, uh, it means a lot. Um, but like you said, it's it's an away game, and when you go to away games, away games are hard to win. So you have to come prepared and and ready to to battle it out. That's Chase Hancock. Now, um, we also had a chance to catch up with Tyler King. Looking forward to talking to him earlier this week. And today was the day we got a chance to sit down with him. And basically, I let off with the same thing. I was asking him, just hey, talk to me about game day. You're you're getting ready. Not only is it game week, the first game week, but you've also got Miami of Ohio. And uh, Tyler takes over from there. Here's Tyler. Well... I'm preparing extra hard because I know last year I, I missed out on playing Miami on the first game due to an injury. But um, I don't know. It's, it's it's exciting to have, you know what I'm saying, football season back in and just to see, like, the change of the want to, you know what I'm saying, do better every day at practice because, you know what I'm saying, we preparing for a game. A little extra excitement. This is not just the, the opener. It's against Miami, which means a lot to the fans. There's a lot of history between Marshall Miami, so does that mean a little bit extra to you, a little extra step? I mean, it does. I mean, obviously I want us to come in and just, you know what I'm saying, just straight take over the stadium. But whatever happened, happened. I know we're going to come bring, bringing our best, and they gonna, I'm pretty sure they're going to give us their best. So whatever happens, happens. How much fun is it for you knowing that they haven't seen you on the field? They've only seen you on film. Everybody else on the field on Saturday, they're pretty much seen because both teams have everybody back. But Anybody in red, they haven't seen you on the field yet. Does that give you a little bit of an edge and an advantage? It does, but 
I really don't. I don't. I don't be thinking about none of that. I just they gonna see. They gonna know who I am when we play. So that's it. I just gotta make a statement. I feel like I gotta make a statement just cause they don't. They don't know. They ain't played. They ain't. You know what I'm saying. So, but we. I feel like we ready. Oh yeah, he. Uh, I know you were uh, watching that, but how how important is it for the rushing attack or, or your Keon to sort of set that tone early and, and sort of not only set the tone for the offense, but mm-hmm. put at ease whatever quarterback might be starting. So. I feel like that's um, I feel like that's going to be like very important because like we now we kind of I feel like we kind of looked at as a duel. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna have to spark it, me and him. Me and him gonna have to. I, mean, I feel like we will. I feel like we both will have a pretty good game. What's that dynamic like when, when you get that? Uh, you know, when, when you get to have the two of you, you know that there's always one fresh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when you're going into a game, what, what does that do for you mentally? When you know that you've got him and he knows he's got you. Just basically, what you said. I know if 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 I go down, well, if he go down, he know he got me. If I go down, I know you know what I'm saying. Vice versa. So. Even when if he break out for a big run, he need a playoff. He know I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna get my job done. That's what he counting on me to do. That's what I'm counting on him to do. So it, that's basically it. Their comfort level this year. I know that uh, last year at this time you're still feeling out the old line and, and mm-hmm. getting used to each other. But all y'all got starts in this freshman mm-hmm. year. Going into this year, how much more comfortable do y'all feel uh, getting ready to strap up on Saturday? It feels like landing my bed. That's how comfortable it is. <laughs> Because, like, we know each other so well now, you know what I'm saying? We basically got the same group, me and Keon. We basically got our same offensive linemen. It's, it's great. It's, that's a blessing to have something like that, really. I kind of like being on the road and and just shutting they crowd down. You know what I'm saying? That that's a better feeling to me. But it ain't no better feeling than just making plays in your home stadium. And you know what I'm saying? That's you home. You doing this on your own turf. So I don't know. How's it feel to come in this year knowing that you're ready to go week one and you have the whole season ahead of you, not worried about getting back from injury? Man, that's a great feeling because I know last year I ain't, I ain't make it through camp, you know what I'm saying? So, and being able to prepare, be able to prepare for the first week of the game one and knowing I'll be able to play in it, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a blessing to me. But um, it's just, I don't know, I kind of feel like our preparation got to be top notch. I kind of feel like yesterday we had a great practice. We got practice one in the books. And uh, we secured that, and we just got to go ahead and knock out today. And that's the attitude today. Focus on today. Of course, preparation's big for Doc Holliday, so I'm sure he's happy to hear that. We're going to take our next break. We'll come back. Uh, got some interviews from yesterday we didn't have a chance to get to, so we'll try to get to a couple of them. If not, we've always got tomorrow as well. Nazi Johnson. I've got Artis Johnson. Uh, I've got Marcel Williams. We've got uh, a lot of guys when we come back here. It is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget, if you ever miss any part of the show, you can always go back and catch it. That's right. We do archive it. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, too. I was explaining to the columnist today from the Herald-Spatch where he could find the show. He can find it anywhere, and you can find it anywhere. Podcasts are found. All right, let's get you back on the interviews for today. First up, we had a chance to catch up with Nazi Johnson, and here's what Nazi said. Basically, when I was talking to him yesterday, I asked him, I mean, basically, just get him started. You know, how was camp? And then we went into getting into the Miami game. So my first question to him was, how was camp? Here's Nazi's response. Oh, man, uh, camp was hard, long, and uh, tiring, but for it to be over, it's a, it's a glad sight. Um, I can't wait. Uh, game week here, and I'll, the whole team is excited, and I'm excited. It's just the day can't come even faster. Man. So you got Miami coming up on Saturday. What do you know about them? Um, I know they're um, a good rival uh, to our uh, school um, since the plane crash and everything. Um, they got a really good offensive coordinator. Um, two really outstanding players on their offensive side. Uh, quarterback in '81. They're really good players, and um, it'll be a handful. Do you think they don't realize the significance of this game as much as Marshall and Marshall fans do? I mean, you think it's just more of a Marshall thing as far as the rivalries aspect? Um, I I think so, but I think they have like um idea of it but I, I don't think they understand because they haven't experienced they don't have a story like we have a story and um I think we take it more personal than they think I think than they do is that because you know fans have been coming up to you saying hey we got to get this game have you had that yet uh no I haven't uh had that yet um but I think it's this game I just can't wait to this game I just can't wait what are you looking forward to the most oh uh, that moment what what is it just just hearing the bands um, go again, um, the atmosphere of football games again, um, just being around our fans and uh, the community, just just can't wait. Man. Um, I learned a lot actually. I learned the plays way better um, than I did last year. Um, my, I feel like I know the game more than I did last year with our new coordinator because um, he um, gave me keys to watch on the off and on the field. Um, so it makes it it's less me reacting on the field and more just knowing what to do on the field. So I feel like um, I carry over a lot of stuff from last year to this year. Um, I think the point that happened to me is um, when uh, I think I got that interception. I think that's when everything really started slowing down. Um, my reads started getting, I know when to read on um, the quarterback's eyes and stuff like that. So the game really came all together once that play happened. The ball was in the air so slow, man. It's crazy. Um, 
I'm very confident in our team, uh, our defense because our defense works hard. Um, no, no days off on our defense. Um, since we returned to non-starters, I don't think there's going to be a major drop off in our production, but we just got to take every day, um, go out, practice hard and the games will just take care of itself. Our play will take care of itself. So. It's not Z Johnson, and we go from one Johnson to another Johnson. Artis Johnson, and same setup. I was asking about how camp went, and then we lead into Marshall taking on Miami. So here's Artis talking about how camp went, and then we go into the game. Camp went well. Um, we had everybody, you know, practicing, everybody going after it, um, you know, getting better as a team. Um, it was a great fall camp. Uh, we put in a lot of work, and uh, we expect to – Play well this season. How, how you feel about this group of guys? Um, feel good. We got a bunch of guys come, that came back. Um, it's going to be, you know, very interesting this year to, to to see us perform on the football field with us collectively as a group. Um, offense side of the ball, we got players on that side, defense as well. So um, throughout this fall camp, we've been competitive with each other, and and you know, just looking forward to this first game. Talk about it. Miami coming up. Uh, this is a big one for the fans. Um, yeah, they're, they're a solid team, solid football team, uh, solid coaches as well. Um, uh, we plan to match up against them pretty well. Um, defensively, I feel like we, we're we going to be solid as a group just because of, you know, off-season fall camp. We, we work pretty hard and, um, you know, um, as as the week goes on, we got, you know, practice throughout the week and stuff. So we're just trying to, trying to, you know, get everything right and make sure that we have, a, you know, good practices and, you know, and that will result in us having a great game. The first game always tough. I mean, you're familiar with Miami, but at the same time you're not. It's their, their new group as well. So you're basing everything on what you know last year. So is that a little tougher trying to anticipate what you can expect from them? Uh, yeah, kind of. And they, they got some guys that they replaced um, as well. So, um, you know, our key is just going out there, you know, playing that game and doing the best that we can. Uh, and other than that, I feel like everything else will take care of itself. But it's going to be a great competition for us. So, Plus, you know, you know new coaching uh, schemes, new coaches. I mean, it's not new, but at the same time it is. You've got some new philosophies there. So if you could talk about that transition, you know, with new coaches coming in. Uh, with new coaches coming in is uh, I feel like it's a plus because they – they know what they're doing. Um, educated football. They they're gonna do whatever they can to put put us in the right position to, to win. So um, we trust in them. And throughout this fall camp or off season, uh, it's been a great opportunity to have them and for them to come in and you know step up and you know do their job and to help us win games and just just be great. Uh, it's kind of both. We we've looked at um, the game we played them, the game the, the games that they played against other teams, and um, what we took from that was you know they're solid uh, football team. Um, you can't. I mean, uh, practice have to be like you know locked in. We have to go in there focused, and then um, the Saturday comes, just you know get ready to go out there and play. But no doubt that they will be a good you know football team. So. Uh, and that's what we, we've seen, but um, just remember how 
um, from my defense standpoint, like they ran the ball a whole bunch. Um, quarterback's pretty, it's pretty good. They, uh, offensive line, they had a pretty stout line, and you know, just them, uh, just really running, and they can throw uh, well, uh, and um, just, just about how you know tough they were, and you know, us competing with them and just going, going after them. But I thought it was a solid game from last year, so this one should be fun as well. Artis Johnson, and uh, we're going to save Marcel Williams for tomorrow. We've got maybe, I don't know, I don't know if we can get it in. Looking in the producer's booth right now, can we get it in? If not, we'll save it for tomorrow. You want to try? Let's do it. Let's play it, see where we go. Marcel Williams, final interview from uh, Player Day yesterday. Uh, Here's Marcel uh, when I asked him again, talk about camp leading into getting ready for Miami. Camp wrapped up pretty good. I mean, we got out of camp with not too many injuries, and uh, we were very efficient at uh, how camp went through. So it, it's very exciting to see what we're going to have to uh, bring and uh, we have to bring to the table for Miami, Ohio. Camp was a little different than it has been in years past. How would you feel about it as far as not much time just to, to sit around and wait? You guys were going almost every day full bore. Uh, it just it – just, it felt kind of the same. It just the intensity picked up a little bit since it's, the time was shorter. We had to focus in a little more and uh, basically get to uh, that level we wanted to be to coming week one a little faster. So I feel like we uh, we, we we handled the task and, and, and as as a group we, we became better as a unit. Could what do you know about Miami? Uh, we know we have they have a lot of returning players and uh, we're very excited to play them and um, it's going to be a challenge coming the first game in, the, in the, at their place. What do you know specifically about the you have to do this week against them. Uh, uh, we come in each and every week, just just having to, to play ball and, and be efficient on offense and defense, special teams. So I just know that we have to handle our things at hand and just to get the win. Now you guys got them last year, uh, so I'm pretty sure that they're going to be wanting to get this one back. So that makes this a little bit more intense, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's always intense playing against a rival school that um, has been a rival throughout the years. So we have to come with uh, a high level of energy, toughness, and uh, just come to the table and bring everything that we had working up to this point. What have you been told about the rivalry? What do you remember about this rivalry? Here? Uh, this rivalry is a big rivalry all the way back to what? Brian Leftwich, maybe Randy Moss. I'm not really sure, but uh, it just it just um, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's just these two teams never liked each other. So I just know that we have to uh, do what we have to do to um, get that win and uh, make everybody in Huntington proud. Big fan. I mean, the fans. You know, they this they circled this one, knowing yes, okay, sir, you yes, sir, beat this one. yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I heard fans saying, uh, "Just make sure we beat Miami, Ohio." So we're gonna try to do that for me and do whatever uh, coach has. To, us to do. Well, it all started with the connection with our offensive coordinator. Uh, he's a pretty uh, understanding guy and, and, and a player-related guy, so we got a, a grasp on him very early and, uh, and understand what he wanted for, from his uh, offense. So we kind of got that, and uh, as going through camp, um, it just got a little easier. He worked it with us. Um, we just tried to stay on top of things, studying our playbooks, just just understanding things and, and what he wanted us to do. So it just became easier because he was a, a guy that was understanding and, and a player's coach. Uh, it was a little different terminology, but not not that much. Um, 
just to how he had wanted things to be. It just we got to understand it on that. We worked on that from from day one when he came here. So it was pretty understandable because it was almost the same terminology. So it wasn't too bad because we have some of the same offensive coaches uh, still on on board. So. It's been pretty good. We worked with them all the way back to summer, so we've been just trying to uh, get a connection with both of them. You know, we don't know which one would, be, would it be on, on Saturday, but we're trying to get a connection with both of them because at the end of the day, with the, whatever quarterback we have, we have to win the game. So we just try to get the chemistry with both of them. Pretty good at this uh, camp, so we're we, we ready to play some ball. That's all I know. And there you have it, Marcel Williams. If you heard Doc, you heard Marcel earlier, uh, it's not really a three-quarterback race right now. It sounds like a two-quarterback race. I'll leave that with you to digest. That's my only thought there. And uh, one thing for Marcel, he was uh, going back to, as far as his recollections of this Marshall-Miami battle, Byron Leftwich, Randy Moss, um, I didn't have the heart to drop because they uh, Walsh was near me. The 66-6. to that's where it goes back for a lot of herd fans. Didn't have the heart. Dave kind of twitches every time I mention that 66 to 6. That's going to do it for this edition. Want to thank Gabriel Sellers. Appreciate him. And of course, uh, everyone taking good care of me today at Marshall, especially Jason Corrier. Couldn't get this done without his help and assistance with a lot of this. That's going to do it. We'll be back tomorrow to do it all over again. It's almost game day. We're getting you ready all week here on The Drive. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.